is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. FM Milwaukee and iHeart Radio Station. The great JoJo with leave. Your official anthem of the transfer portal, a new reality in college sports, pretty much unlimited free agency, turbocharged with the ability to make money, cash money, millions for some of the top athletes, student athletes, if they are well-known enough by going to a different school and cashing in. I mean, if this is the nirvana that Jay Billis and others were railing on and saying for years these kids need to get paid, I hope they're enjoying it. I don't know what Billis thinks, Butchie, whether or not he's happy. Like, good. This is good. What's happening now is good for sport, good for the game, good for our business, good for the kids. I mean, yes, they're making money check if that's all you care about then it's working great but it's got to be driving coaches bonkers got to well, I, I think it's that but here's here's my thing like i'm all four guys get paid i've said it before i'll say it again it's, it's got to be driving coaches crazy it's got your like, four guys this is getting never what paid. was supposed to be uh, how about or getting make it paid. more than your assistant coaches all right but how about getting paid and not being able to just leave at the drop of a hat. Well, there, and there should be that. Like, the portal has got to get closed, in my The portal's opinion. a problem. Yeah, because it's two different things, what you're saying. The portal was never supposed to be used for NIL. And that's what, now we've got that gray area of that playing out. <laughs> right. But like, like that, that's the problem here. And what we're doing is, like, now when kids leave school, they think that their value in life is six figures. Hey, by the way, boys, girls, everyone in the NIL world, your value in the real world ain't, is not six figures. It ain't close. Nothing. You're, right. Good luck if you can make 40000 and get insurance. Right. Like that, If you get forty in insurance, right. you got a good job. They're like in that, for like, the shock of their lives their in lives. the real world. Like, and they think they're big time because they're a mid-level wide receiver at some Power 5 yeah. program. And yeah. so they're going to get some easy money now. I hope and pray they sock it away somewhere and don't touch it. Pretend like it never even reached their hands because you're right. It's hard to make a buck in the real world. It's extremely difficult. I'm working nine different jobs to cry to pay for my stuff for my yeah, family. But like you're it's buying just, a boat. You know, well, on. yeah, but you know, but yeah, we also saved our. You sure about that boat? Uh, but, but we've you also, saved, that we've Kuwaiti, also saved our the Kuwaiti uh, cereal box money from your international days. Well, yeah, exactly. But we've also no, I know, but, but, but you're, no, you thing, understand but, sweat but, equity and hard work and what how tough it is. That's a good point. I didn't really consider is that the value perception for kids and what they think they're entitled to oh, is going to be completely oh, warped. Also, the portal allows luck. for impulse decisions 
because there's less consequences. There's always yeah. some. Like, I still, when I, the whole Keontes Lewis thing, I don't even know the kid. And maybe it's right that he was going to get lost in the wash. But I hate the fact he quit on the season to just wait for the portal. Like, that to me rubs me so wrong. I feel so bad. It's like, young man, this all ends, all of it. Your chance to play organized, high-level competitive sports your youth, your speed, your athleticism, your ability to wake up without feeling all kinds of bumps and pains in your body. This is precious. What are you doing? At least he made his way to the team. Lowry, the the, the commit from Syracuse that committed to the okay. Badgers for 24 hours, let's, didn't even make it there before decommitting. All right, so let's talk about this. Linebacker uh, Leon Lowry Jr. from Syracuse committed to Wisconsin Two nights ago at 10 p.m. Or maybe was yeah. it last night? Uh, no, it was two nights ago. He, he, last night he decommitted. He decommitted midday. last night. Talk yeah, yesterday about, afternoon, yeah. Talk about the Michael Scott vasectomy of snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Uh, he decommitted from the Badgers less than 24 hours after he committed to the Badgers because he and his mother, Fatima James, concluded he'd rushed his decision after a weekend visit. Or... Translation, better money came in somewhere else. Uh-huh. Uh, this according to his agent, Chris Wash. Who's Chris Wash, you might ask? Interesting. Chris Wash said he was a certified NCAA NIL agent. Then he changed his claims and said he's a scout. Then he went and put his notifications on private or put his account on private. So there's shady people out there trying to steer kids into money so they can get their cut, and they don't care if it's a good fit they for the kid care. or a bad fit because they'll be moving on to the next guy. It's predatory what's going on. Are you happy, Jay Billis? Is this the nirvana you envisioned? It's absolute mayhem. So this won't last, can't last, because the powers that be, Power 5 schools, are going to say, what are we getting out of this? We have to keep re-recruiting our own guys. We have to try to hustle up all this nil money to pay for the guys. And then they're off somewhere else because the portal's still wide open. And there's really no vetting of, is this guy really a name, image, likeness guy? I mean, Kayla Williams is. People know that name. But a bunch of other guys, nobody knows who they are. So what they're going to do is they're going to move the Power 5 schools to say, Okay, well, here's the new rules of the game. You're going to be under contract, and you're going to be employees, and you're going to pay taxes on your salaries. So get ready for that, because if we're going to spend all this time and money recruiting you or wooing you with nil money, we want to know you're going to stick around. And, oh, and if you're not feeling like playing or you want to go off and, you know, uh, do something else, guess what? you're not going to get paid the money that you were going to get paid otherwise. Mm-hmm. Angel Reese is getting nil money, Butchie. She just got reinstated to the team. The Bayou Barbie, yeah. the sensation from last spring versus Caitlin Clark in the final in the women's game, which was a great story. And now you're like, what's going on? I guess her grades are bad. That was yeah, a, I don't know. Rumor, I've heard yeah. rumors of that. Yeah, I've heard so, rumors of that. I so don't how know. does name image likeness works when she's not even on the team for a month? Not getting a lot of bang for your buck, are you? If you're paying for Angel Reese's name, image, or likeness, you're not getting the image. Where is she? Not on the team. 
I it'll be very interesting if they've done it through collectives and they've signed agreements because now kids, if they make these decisions, there's also grown-up decisions that and, and consequences that follow. You've signed a contract. You break the contract. You better be able to pay that money back if that's what you know is in that con. It's interesting. It's intriguing. What makes me sad is this, right? Like it, it, this makes me sad. And this, Dave, you've been around it long enough. You know, like one of the things is there's a lot of companies out there that have wanted to hire former athletes because of their work ethic. They've understood a schedule. They've understood how to produce in high intensity situations. Like athletes, athletes kind of came pre-vetted. Because yeah, absolutely, they're athletes. like it, to, yeah. to, empo- to employers, right? To employers, you came in, you, right. you did this, you knew it was going to be a good hire. You not, did it always work out? No, but like big Fortune 500 companies would always hire an athlete and say, like that was one of the things that you got that there was never a price tag on, but it was valued by so many important companies, right? Like they understood how that. Now with this, the expectations that are out there because of NIL and everything else. Like, if I'm a Fortune 500 company, I don't want anything to do with athletes anymore. You might shy like, away because you I think... I would shy away because they're valued. They think it's too high. They feel like they're entitled. They're starting salary. They want to be in six figures when there's no way that that's the reality of the real world we live in. And now we're setting all these kids up to be like, well, I don't know. I mean, I was just given money. Like, that's not that's not the normal... right way of of the way the world works and in fairness it's not just athletes who think they should make six figures i see on tiktok young people in their 20s also going and cutting videos on tiktok going why am i not making six figures i graduated with a marketing degree from hofstra well la dee da yeah and i should just i should just you know throw athletes in there but like it it, no it but it, it can be worse but not all athletes are the same but you're right there's a potential for employers to go hmm not so sure about it because the game has changed and I don't want to deal with the headache of a diva who comes in thinking, hey, how come I'm not allowed to do this, this, and this? I was allowed to do that on the football team I was on or the basketball team yeah. I was on. On the other end of the spectrum is the story of uh, tight end Jack Pugh, who also announced he's leaving the Badger football program. The tight end said he will focus on his mental health and to hopefully finally find happiness. Yeah. That's, well, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. That's fine. The football, it's not necessarily for everybody, and sometimes you fall out of love with the game or the injuries get to be too much. I got no problem with that. That said, are we going to get some sweet five-star guys in? Come on now. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That well, I think, I, think it, tomorrow, it is is. I think tomorrow is Portal Combat. You know? Portal Combat's tomorrow? Yeah, because, like, you know, right now is, like, the everyone announcing they're leaving. You know, so the announcements are coming out oh. like that. Hey, I'm leaving. I'm is... entering the portal tomorrow. It's all right. Now, where are these kids going? Which schools are fighting for who? I'm signing this guy. This guy's combat is tomorrow. Combat yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Portal today. Combat. Yeah. Tomorrow. Look out for portal combat I, tomorrow. I'm reading the talking text on right now. And, and what are they everyone, saying? Like, what are the people well, saying? No, you guys are killing me. In what endeavors in life do we prevent people from making money? Athletes should make as much as they can for as long as they can. Al, like, that's not the point. It's it's not about the making of the money. Hey, if a business wants to go in and pay that person, that's fine. It's not the issue of the making money. The NIL and the transfer portal, that is the issue. You're, you're, they have not done anything and they're paying them because of a, like, so when I, like, 
I understand that. I'm not against athletes making money, but it's the way that it's going about right well, now. Well, I, I would say the argument is you can be four players making some money, but it's not sustainable what's going on right now. And it shouldn't be involved in the recruiting process. But it is. The and N- NILs, NI, uh, correct, but NI, and that's what needs to be cleaned up. NIL was to pay players when they're on campus. If somebody, if a Ford dealership wants to come to you and say, hey, yes, here, right. drive that. Go that's do, what that was auto, based Do on. an autograph signing for autograph me. I'll pay you session. ten grand. That's what it was charity. supposed to that's be. That's what it was supposed right. to be about. But it quickly, and that's what it should have been. But it quickly spiraled into a just, we need depth at linebacker, so... We Correct. need a nil collective, promise them a hundred grand each and bring them in. Correct. They don't have to sign a single autograph. And again, people will say, What's wrong with that? This college football makes tons and tons of money. True. But the money, not all programs, by the way, in college football make money. Some are money losers, but the university Absolutely. chooses to play it because for prestige, exposure, and everything else. But even the ones that make money, the money then also goes other places. Yes, it goes to coaching salaries, which are outrageous at the top end, and buyouts, which are outrageous, but it also goes to women's programs and facilities. And and, and everything else. Right. So now that, that money is going to get diverted. You, you're, what you're creating here is a pro system, a miniature NFL at the college and, football level. And how long do we go until we just make it pro? Well, and, that, and what's going to happen, I'll tell you where all this ends. It, to me, it's very clear. I can see it clearly where it ends if it's not stopped. I actually think we're probably on the same spot here. Go ahead. It'll end with the top 30 or 40 programs that have the money and the ambition to pl- play in what is essentially a mini NFL, that it has this the branding of their good old alma maters on top of it, you know, the Michigans, Ohio States, Auburns, et cetera, Alabamas. Yep. They're going to break away, and they'll have their own league, and they're going to have a high school entry draft. Because that's where it ends. If you want a mini pro league, it's going to look just like a mini pro league. And they're going to say, well, wait, we don't want to be in a 40-team breakaway super league that's like the pros and not have a fair chance of getting Arch Manning. We're not going to have to fight for him. We need to have a draft. That's where it ends. Now, it may not get there, but that's the end of the road. And then the rest of the schools will go back to playing old-school college football where the understanding is, yeah, these kids are good, yeah, but they're not that good, and they're not going like to play division, for money. Like what Division Three is. You'll but, have, but it will be but different. Yeah. But Division One, where, what, 98% of players don't play in the pros that yeah. are in Division One. Yeah. All right. It, uh, it's crazy. To be continued. Why do, you think, why, why do you think what the Big Ten and the SEC have done by trying to get all these schools? You're starting to see it. Oh, like, yes. It's, they're gathering to make sure, I mean, what it's we're not there yet but it's not that's there the yet games, Abe. all right we'll talk some packers next aaron nagler will join us as the pack are six and six entering the soft part of the schedule what is his high-end estimation for where this team could finish record-wise and more coming up next you're listening to the game
to make an appointment. Get Real Clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Light snow across southeast Wisconsin this morning. Some light minor accumulations could be closer to the Wisconsin-Illinois border. Other than that, we'll hang on to mostly cloudy skies with high temperatures in the upper... Tip at 6 on 97.3 The Game. Now he's brought to you by Miller Lite, Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There's a difference. And by Rogers Behavioral Health. Good morning, Mr. Nagler. How are you? Good morning, Zabe. Good morning, boys. Happy Tuesday. I have for you the upcoming Packer December schedule right there. Big load of cupcakes. Fresh from my Very kitchen. nice. There you go. What is your well estimated <laughs> win total now as we head towards the final five? No, I don't play that game. They're six and a half point favorites in New York. Suddenly now they are the hunted instead of the hunter. Like, just beat the Giants. Because, look, would it surprise anyone that I am speaking with at this moment? Yes. All three of you gentlemen. Me. If, if they honest. went out to New York and caught the L, would it surprise yes, you it would in any way, shape, me. or form? It surprised me. It anger me. No. It would infuriate me. <laughs> exactly, Josh. Me. Josh knows what's up. Josh is no, just... No, they're a very young team. They've caught lightning in a bottle here. They're on a run. They look good. But you were, you know, you can, Matt always says it. You can get humbled very quick. We don't lose to the Giants on Monday night would be humbling. We don't know yet if this is just a team that plays up to their opponent. And and I mean maybe they go up against the garbage a possibility, team. Right? Hmm. They played really get good against really good teams. They also played okay against an okay team in the Chargers. They've also mm-hmm. played really bad against some really bad teams. That is correct, sir. You are correct. All right. And look, I I don't want to take away from the fun and excitement around Jordan Love and his performance and this team, the way they seemingly are headed towards a playoff run. But man, it, you got to beat the Giants. That's okay. what it's all about. All right. Speaking like a coach, fair enough. On a scale of, of 1 to 10, though, pleasant being 1, insufferable <laughs> being 10, given that you warned everybody, you warned everybody, you said, if Jordan Love is good, I will be insufferable. Where are you, scale of 1 to 10, right now? I'm on a 7.5, probably. <laughs> I'm sa- I'm certainly on my way, trending towards insufferable. I okay. mean, he's definitely showed out these last you know, four, three, four games. There is no denying it. Uh, you got to be excited. The fact that, okay, put a game together or two games. And it's like, okay, you keep waiting for, uh, maybe he falls back to earth a little bit. But, man, I'm telling you, that game against the Chiefs, we've said it every week, seemingly for the last month, best game of his career. But I don't think there's a guy who put together a better performance in the face of that rush in the, against that particular defense all season long. I mean, he is just balling out. What makes your leg tingle the most about him right now? Because I've got three things. One is the arm angle ninja-ness is so cool. <laughs> the hip ability to swivel and to move eight-way joystick in the pocket is great. But I love that he does not get freaked out in a muddy pocket. There was that touchdown to yeah. Watson where he stepped up just a couple steps, not to run, not to panic, just to give him a little more room. Yep. And then saw Watson come screaming across the end zone where, if you watch the All-22, wasn't even in the frame when the ball right. was released. Yeah. My goodness. He knows where he's going to be. My goodness. I mean, what, what tingles your leg the most? Uh, I mean, those are definitely all part of it. I do think 
a big, big part of it for me is how unflappable he is. There's zero doubt that, especially against that team, and I love that he admitted post-game that he had that game circled because of the fact that, you know, Spagnola. I'm not going to say embarrassed him that first outing in Kansas City, but he certainly showed him no respect as far as how much pressure he sent. And then in this game, I thought Lafleur had a phenomenal plan as far yeah. as how to take care of the pressure, allow Jordan more authority at the line of scrimmage, give him tools to kind of maybe not take advantage of, but counteract the pressure. And Jordan, calm as anything, just sat there, used his cadence, made the Chiefs kind of show what they were probably going to do, and then took advantage of it again and again and again. He was in complete control of that game from kickoff to the whistle. I was absolutely impressed. It's just weird he said he had it circled because it was a spot start due to COVID where he had very little prep time, and they had a bad game plan, and they admitted as such, and he got blitzed into oblivion as a first start ever. Like, yep. of all the things you'd go, okay, it just what. <laughs> He, he won my like day. The competitor against him, me. <laughs> the competitor in him said, "Oh, I'm pissed about that game," and probably yeah, about but, where they sat his mom and his girlfriend. Right. Well, <laughs> there's that as well. But the, but do you get that from him? Yeah, as far it. as his public avail, you know what I mean? Like when no, you hear no. him speak publicly, I don't see a hot-tempered, vindictive, like I'm gonna kick your ass kind of guy. But that sure suggests that that competitor is in there, despite the calm exterior. Sure feels like it still waters run deep. Negs, one of the things we talked about, obviously Jordan loved the way that he's played. has been fantastic. We've both said Joe Barry needs to go at some point throughout this season. This Lord. defense is still like, but this defense now is is playing. I mean, hey, you got to look at what they it did is. against this Chiefs. Like, it's playing. Can't argue with the results. you still feel the same way? Absolutely. I'm resigned to Joe Barry sticking around now. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Like, I want different play style. Like, there's zero doubt about that. But you cannot argue with the results. As frustrating as it is, as mad as I get on a third and eight team where we rush three and allow Kelsey to be wide open downfield for a game of 22, as much as that pisses me off in the moment, you step back and you look at the results, you're doing the job. You're keeping points off the board. They are number nine in the NFL as far as points allowed. That is literally the job description. And Joe's doing it. And, again, I wish they had a different type of play style. But you factor in, he's throwing out Corey Ballantyne out there at, at corner, you know? Like, no disrespect to Corey, but, like, that's not Jair Alexander. And they're going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Mahomes and limiting their ability to score points. That is a job well done. As much as, again, in the games I get very frustrated, the results speak for themselves. But you brought that up, and this is something that, that's really caught my eyes the last couple of weeks, is there's been a lot of no-names out there. And I don't mean it in a disrespect, but, like, people, right. no, okay, where's Jair? Where, right? Like, the list of injury, injuries and all the uh, – but but guys that produce, to me that's coaching because they're motivating him. But then it also puts up a big old question mark. Why – all the other players that you're paying significant money to, mm. why haven't they produced this year? Help me, help me figure that out because when they were on the field – this defense wasn't producing. It's uh, kind of a fascinating thing because Jair, you know he's one of the best. When he's out there, he is, like, far and away their best corner, one of their best defensive players. But, yeah, for whatever reason, the results haven't been there. But although I will say, I will say, they have, you know, whether Jair's been in there or not, or other guys, Quay Walker, Devondre Campbell, what have you, all have been kind of in and out throughout the season, right? 
hasn't really mattered as far as limiting scoring. And now they've won a lot of those games recently, but they were doing the same thing when those guys were in there and they were losing games early in the season. The offense just wasn't holding up their end of the bargain. You know, how many games were, were we sitting there late in the game, offense has the ball in their hands with a chance to win it, and they just haven't been able to close the deal. I mean, hell, just as recently as Pittsburgh, that was the case. And as frustrating as that game was, you know, they ran all over the Packers, and that the run defense is still an issue. They still had a chance to win the game. They still held them to under 24 points. I mean, in a league where your scoring is down overall, but everything is set up for the offense to succeed, if you can keep a, an opponent to around 20, you got a shot at winning if your offense is anywhere near competent. Nags, I wanted to ask you about what you think the change was because it seemed like starting on Thanksgiving and now we saw it against the Chiefs too, it was just a switch, not just with a specific player, not just with a, even a specific side of the ball. They just went from playing C-minus football to A-plus football like that. And it's hard for me to believe that they all just figured it out. The wide receivers <laughs> figured it out. The right. defense figured it out. Jordan Love figured it out. Everyone figured it out at the same time in the same game. It's, this is crazy to me. I mean, I think it, I don't. it's obviously not that simple. But I will say, you look at the couple games before that, and you saw they were coming up, right? The Chargers game, the Rams game. Like, they were starting to, like you say, figure it out. Probably not as smoothly and as, as, as uh, cohesively as we've seen in the last two games. But I will say, I think there's something to getting the ball first, taking control of the game on the scoreboard that has allowed them to operate in a different way. I don't think it's any mystery. You look at that Chiefs game and the way they were so methodical in that opening, the two opening drives, and they end up with two touchdowns, and the Chiefs have their own significant drives, which end in field goals. Well, now... It's 14-6. to six. You have complete control of the game. The Chiefs were chasing them the entire time. The Lions, from the opening gun, were yeah. chasing the Packers the entire time. I think getting on the front foot really plays into everything that this team does well, especially on the defensive side, because if you're up multiple scores, Joe Barry knows he can play coverage. He can rush those four up front. They can pin their ears back and get after these quarterbacks. More often than not, that's going to be a successful formula. So... I think, you know, obviously guys playing better, that is part of it. But I do think these last two games, getting on the front foot has really helped. All right. Tommy DeVito is apparently out for Monday. He's going to be benched for Tyrod Taylor, who's back from injury. Boomer Esiason has ripped the move, saying you need to know <laughs> if he can play at all to see if he's going to be Daniel Jones's backup. Taylor's on the last end of a deal. He's a veteran guy. And DeVito's the great story. He's the only reason to watch the Giants because he's a local kid. <laughs> done good i do love it man it, I it, do love that it is a great, great story he's played better the longer he's been in there but if you're trying to win games which hello is the point of the nfl then i think tyrod taylor is the move there also do you know what happened on the turkey leg with jordan love on thanksgiving because <laughs> that bothers me that there's not been a definitive answer that a no, annual tradition exactly. An iconic tradition was whiffed on completely. And don't say, oh, Greg, Matt, Greg uh, uh, Olson tore Olson, into it yeah. on TV. That was not the official turducken. That didn't nope. have the extra legs sewn onto the side. It was just a turkey. Nope. What and happened? Look, I, we, we, Billy and I actually talked about this on Carry the G Radio last week. It is absolutely insane to me 
that every other game, the stars of the game, yes. tear into their turkey legs afterwards. Jordan Love left high and dry, and we have been given absolutely no other than a denial tweet from Greg Olson himself talking about how that wasn't the bird, like much like you're suggesting. We've gotten absolutely nothing from Fox. And I know A.J. Dillon was wearing a Fox O's yes. Jordan Love a turkey leg T-shirt yesterday yep. in the locker room. I don't think this is going away. I don't think I it should. Not. No, I, I we want it. We dem- I, I demand it. Dem- right. I, uh, granted, this is not Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. But it's still a mystery that I want to close the loop on. We need to close. We need some closure. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think if the to heal Packers Nation, we need yeah. some closure. We need an answer. I just need an oh, yeah. answer because it makes zero sense. All right. Well, you, you would you be surprised if they lose to the Giants? Yes, I'll be surprised if I woke with my head up, head sewn to the carpet, as Clark Griswold said in Christmas Vacation. Points scored <laughs> per game, Giants thirty first. Total yards per game, 32nd. Passing yards per game, 32nd. And yet, time of possession, they're 8th. So, in other words, they can't do much with the ball, and it takes forever, Nagler. Well, here, you they know, better beat the brakes said, off these guys. Everything you just said, remind, you know what it reminds me of? Earlier this season, we're like, oh, the Denver defense, historically awful. Yes. The Raiders are historically right. inept. And what did the Packers uh, do? You're... They went in, and they took the L. I don't take anything for granted. Right. Every single week. You're every right, day is a holiday. Every meal is a banquet. I appreciate that attitude every of formation gratitude. formation of parade. I love the call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today, carry the G radio, noon to 2, right here on the game. Right, Mr. Nagler? That is correct, sir. Can't wait to talk to Billy and take uh, calls and texts and all the f- stuff from the fine looking listeners and even though i know that you're rocking the beard now i did see on one of my social media feeds an ad for a stormtrooper inspired electric (laughs) razor that was black and white would you like that for christmas that'd be great is that what santa is that what it's gonna be a little stocking i'll get you a stormtrooper shaver (laughs) all right (laughs) all right mr nagler thank you sir Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you next week. Aaron Nagler, our conversation brought to you by Miller Lite, Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There's a difference in my Rogers behavioral health. You want one, Josh? No, I'm good. Sure. Looks like a stormtrooper. I get him one. Pew, pew. Okay, Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Butchie, you're up, buddy. Banger rejoin today because you're off tomorrow. So you ready? Ready to kill it? Of course I'm ready. Okay. Let's do this. Don't choke. Got, got three to make two here at the free throw line. How, what could go wrong? Let's, let's put no. a banger in there and keep the streak going. Final segment coming up next. This time of year, we're all focused on what's important, our families and our communities. And I want a bank that's focused on community as well. At Great Midwest Bank, they don't have investors or shareholders. They're locally operated and community owned. So their number one focus is their customers and their community. Throughout the year, the team at GMB is dedicated to volunteering at and donating to local nonprofit organizations through their Simply Giving program. Connecting with community and strengthening relationships is important to you. Why should your bank be any different? Find your local key.org. That's samilwaukee.org. 97.3 The Game.
Cheers. 97.3 The Game. So what, you're just going to put your iPod on shuffle? No, but I could. You want to know why? <sighs> because every single song you own is a banger. Every song I download has to pass a series of rigorous tests to answer one simple question. Is it a banger? How many beats per minute? How many drops? How dope are the drops? Were any acoustic instruments used? If so, then it's not a banger. I once accidentally downloaded a Lumineer song. I had to throw away my whole computer just to be safe. This better start banging quick. It will. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue behind my waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. Hold on. Hold on. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge. If coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the time. Imagine everybody. Look in there. You're just beeping right now. You're just vibing. Your people's only dough. This is If I Rule the World by Nas and rapper Lauryn Hill. Your white guy rap rejoin brought to you by Fairways of Woodside. Fairways of Woodside indoor simulators play golf all winter long. Go to Fairways today. Also, raid the gift shop. And by raid, I mean purchase with money stuff for your loved one. Loved ones, when it comes to golf, in the pro shop at Fairways of Woodside. So uh, this song right. is four, 4 minutes, 42 seconds, tempo of 94 beats per minute. Uh, it is described as a song. Okay. It is has, a song that has average energy and is very danceable. Very so danceable. For you. Released June 4th, 1996. Uh, it's in the hip hop and rap. R&B. If I rule the world. Imagine smoking weed in the streets without cops harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle, cruising blue Bahama waters. No welfare supporters, more conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, that's depressing, man. <laughs> Shocks. Give one shot, I turn trife life to lavish. Political prisoners set free, stress-free. No work release, purple M3s and jet skis. Naz, if I ruled the world. Is it a banger? We'll see. 414-799-1973. I know this. Iron Jock has got you covered for your apparel, and they've teamed up with another Wisconsin business, Hometown Pharmacy. Hometown Pharmacy has over 50 locations across the state, and they know they now carry Iron Jock performance apparel. Right now, when you buy Iron Jock at Hometown Pharmacy, your purchase of $50 or more will earn you a 20% discount and two Free pairs of Iron Jock socks while supplies last. Iron Jock and Hometown Pharmacy, proud Wisconsin-based businesses helping one another. 
Matt Jr., all-time classic, Butchie, great song. Banger? Hmm. I'll give it a thumbs up. Hey! Neat hey. on Anna Maria Island. If this was the gong show, Butchie would be gonged long ago. Me, come on, man. Come on. Nas is the greatest rapper of all time, says Sofa King Dave. Okay. But does that make it a banger? That, that did not the answer question. the question. Right. Uh, Lauren Hill is not a rapper. She's a wonderful vocalist, but not a rapper, Butchie. Yeah, you did say she was a rapper. Yeah. Did I say she was a rapper? Yeah, sorry. you did. I was reading 224, fine song. I'm a huge Nas fan, but this one's not a banger. Oh. 262, Butchie, nope, not a banger. Thumbs down emoji. 920, though, says yes. Banger, Butch. Nice old school pull. 920, it's a vibe song, not a banger. Yeah, I agree. Coming in fast and furious. Snowfall on the talking text line is just piling up. Banger for Butchie, says the 414. Yeah, boy, it's a lot of text. 414, the black man struggled. For sure, for sure. Banger. All right. See, I'm telling you, I can't guys, even read this these gonna... so fast. I know. That's because that's you, you know you got a good banger. Uh, we got something. Yeah, you suck, it's Zane. definitely a song. <laughs> it's Both something. You guys suck. It was hey, you, you know. Do the Badgers win tonight? I have, it's my banger. I don't care. I'm happy. It's my banger, and I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> exactly. It's my party. I'll cry if um, I want to. Do they win tonight? Yes. Good question. It's going to be a really, really good game. There's a lot of things that I'm interested to see about. The Badgers have not shot the ball well from three at all. I've said this against Marquette. They found a way to win, but it was because of Max Klusman from three. I think they're going to have to hit some threes. Michigan State, they're fifth in the Big Ten um, as far as kind of where they're at. No, sorry, fifth in the country, not just the Big Ten in the country as far as their defensive efficiency. So really good on the defensive end, which you expect to. And I think rebounding the basketball is going to be key. Like, going to be really, really key. Usually is. Yeah. Uh, but if you not have here. It. Sparty's Last minus five and a half tonight. Minus five and a half. Total is 131. Is yep. Okay. Yep. It, it feels about right. I mean, I'll be honest. It feels okay. about right. It's a tough place to play. I think I can give you all the numbers I want, but as a fan base, the biggest thing right now to, to me is you need to get off to a quick start. You did against um, Virginia. You did against Marquette. Like, getting off to a quick start, especially at Breslin, is going to be huge. That's something I'm watching within the first five to six minutes of this game. Where are you at? You can't get down. All right. We had a good talk today in the third hour about life and expectations for young people coming into the world. This from TK and Grafton. He said, hey, boys, a good friend of mine used to teach high school one day, and they were talking about what the kids expect to get paid when they first graduate from college. One kid said $250,000 a year. <laughs> when my friend, the teacher, expressed doubt that that would be possible she asked gently well how would you make that happen and the kid simply said well i just won't accept anything less (laughs) and that attitude and that way of thinking is more prevalent than you would man ever realize Uh, this one from the from sheila in milwaukee i think butchie nailed it with a false sense of worth in the real world the young people don't deserve the smack of the face type of reality it's it's his, though, they're setting them up to fail. I wish they would demand it financially or investment type of class in order to receive money. So, in other words, if you're going to get the money, you have to take a class on investments. 
It's not a terrible idea, yeah. but you can also make bad investments. Right. Remember when the rage was to get your money paid in Bitcoin? Oh, yeah, crypto, baby. Crypto, got to be all crypto. Yeah. Hopefully you got Bitcoin, the good coin, and not all these other sh coins that are all tanking or a complete scam like FTX. Uh, Travis says, guys, I figured out why the refs didn't call pass interference on the Packers at the end of the game. They must have deemed it an, an uncatchable ball because it was thrown to MVS. <laughs> oh, yeah, dagger. I saw, I saw a few of those. Yeah, he dropped it anyway. Yeah. Uh, 608, Zave, the Packers started playing good since Razul Douglas was traded. They did. I mean, yeah, uh, that does line up. Yeah. Uh, Aaron in Milwaukee says, uh, last night on the NBA broadcast, they said every player who won the game last night got 50 grand. So they're already paying the players in the NBA okay. for this cup stuff already. So tonight, 50, 50 G's on the line for the Bucks. Are you sure? To so beat the Knicks. Uh, no, I'm not sure, sure about anything. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, okay. That's what the texter said, as far as we got. Yeah, that's... that's I also that's, said that MBS got cut earlier. Or, uh, True, we did also hear that. <laughs> I am... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Brian and his picks in the NFL. They are unbelievably gold-plated, yeah, iron-clad. Seven and three this week. Your lock hit. Your season total is now a documented on the radio for all to hear. You can go back and cross-check this. Ninety-four, sixty-three and five. You are. 21, 31 games over 500, and your locks are 10 and 3. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i starting to get a 800. From, I'm working through that right now. You should. Oh, I'm but, seriously but, playing but. your steam next week. Now, it's <laughs> good because that's when it ends. Yep, <laughs> That'll yep. put the kibosh on it. Josh went 5 and 5. His lock did hit. Your locks are 6, 5, and 1. You're one game over at 79, 78, and 5. I went 4 and 6. Woof. My season total is 83, 74, and 5. I'm only nine games over. My lock did hit. My locks are 8 and 5. As a show, our locks are 8 and 5, 10 and 3. That's 18 and 8 plus 6, 5 and 1. That's 24, 13 and 1. That's a pretty good lock. That's, That's a pretty not good bad. index. You ought to be playing our locks as a group because you'd be way up so far this year. Okay, don't forget, you stuck for food today. Lunch, dinner, yourself, your family, quick trip as you covered. Absolutely delicious, never frozen meals available in that kiosk right in front of the checkout counters. Go check it out today and get you or your family fed and fed right. Coming up, we go five wide. Nine to noon is next. You are listening to the game. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Three, the game. Number one for sports and stuff. We are now five wide. Presented by Quick Trip's quality gasoline guarantee. It's just another way Quick Trip has you covered. All right, nine to noon, ready to go. Billy Schmidt, John Kuhn, Armin Sarian are in the house. Boys, good morning. As always, we hook into a rando topic by accident as uh, we get assembled here. Subscribing to stuff. Go ahead, Armin. Explain what you asked me when you walked in the studio. I just rolled in here, and uh, it was more for Butch, because I knew, obviously, you know, he, he'd be uh, part of this subject. And uh, I said, do you ever subscribe to, do you subscribe to uh, Ken Pomeroy, the basketball data guy? And, I, and, and I, I thought maybe it, Zay, I was like, 
Why would you subscribe to that? Butchie then says, oh, yeah, I've got a subscription. And I, well, but it makes sense for Butch to have the all the data on college basketball. doesn't pay for anything. Pays for this nerd's ranking. It's part of his job, though. Yeah. It's, what do you it's get? a write-off. What do you get with it? Well, it, it's it, one of the most subscribed analytics. Yeah, in, I mean, discussed analytics in do college basketball. Yes. Or college basketball. No, because I don't call oh, okay. college basketball games. Oh, okay. But you can get a lot of his data for free also on the site. So that's the tough part. I've never subscribed, although I look at it like every day in college basketball season. Because you look and see his updated rankings and his efficiency margins and all these things. And has it helped you over the years? That's the point. I don't know what's helped me. So I'm like, maybe I should subscribe so it does help yeah, me. Yeah, so you're even better. <laughs> because, so I can maybe yeah. make a couple yeah. of wagers, maybe. I Butchie. like that. There we go. Butchie, but, what do you use? Man, what do you Billy use, rubbing off on you. What do you use Ken Palm for in your broadcasting? I look at the efficiency. I look at the adjusted tempo, the average possession length. They're all very crucial for what I do. Turnover percentage is great. Like if I'm looking at Marquette, they're 11th in the country right now and only turning the ball over at 12.7%. That's huge. Offensive rebounding rate percentage. That's why I knew offensive rebounding was going to be a key part of the Marquette-Wisconsin game because Marquette's 292nd in the nation at giving up almost 33.3% of offensive rebounds that are available. Look like So that. for me, it helps me put together the keys. It's a genuine it work tool for you. Yeah. But oh, for you, Armin, and for a, you, it would just be something same. to try to own guys same. on Twitter with. Here's, here's, well, that's here's my, my work. Board, or right? sports books. <laughs> that's my work. That's my work. <laughs> Go ahead, so, Butch. So, Zabe, here's my boards, right? Like, this is what mm-hmm. I have for tonight's game. Wisconsin, this. And then I, I have a little printer here, whatever. Um, but I'll go to Ken Palm today because all of the numbers are right. I'll print them out, and they'll be on the back of my big old legal sheet. Nice. So that during the game I'll pull back if there's something that's going on. Let's say it's rebounding-wise. I can go to and say, hey, Wisconsin, they get offensive rebound percentage. They're 29th in the country. They get 36.6% of their offensive rebounds. All right, They've good. got 18 so it's a of them tonight. Tool to use. All right, good. I think I'm it's content. important to note also the culture of the community accepts it as a good standard. Okay. Like, everyone talks about Ken Palm now, uh, even, right. even committees. Like, if you came up yeah, with we something, about it there's a lot time. of random guys on the Internet that have data. Like, if you said something crazy, I'm making Ken up. Ken Palm's a gold the, standard. The Stu rankings, okay. you know, like, no one would care or know what that means. But so, shot to a guy named Stu. Yeah, sorry. Man. I think Bart Torvik's the other one, right? The T-Rank? Bart, Bart Torvik, the T-Rank's one. They've got the CBB analytics. The, oh, there are sorry. so many stuff know. out there. Coon, is there a football thing you subscribe to that you do specifically for your job? No, uh, I don't. What, what I have is I go to Pro Football Reference. I check out a couple trends, and that's how I watch the film. I'll watch the trends in the red zone. I'll watch the trends on third down. I'll see why a team is good or a team isn't good because I want to talk on that end. And and to Armin's note, like in football, the only thing people really listen to is PFF. Yeah, you, you that's get PFF ratings for pro specific football players focus. for for players. Uh, graded percentages, and I always find that the funniest stat in the world, but there's a lot of people that use them because it is accepted. Very much like Ken Palm, first guy to really take analytics in basketball. Am I right, Butchie? First guy to really take analytics in basketball, publish it, get accepted, and because he was first to hit the market, he's the one. There's other analytics out there that will give you all those numbers. But, But if you say Ken Palm, when you give the number, people are like, oh, that one's right. Do you think PFF does a good job? I think they do an adequate job. Uh, What I'll say is this. Their margin of error is probably analytically the same for each player. Unless there's somebody grading 
running backs and have no idea what the hell a running back's supposed to do on that play, but I doubt it. So I, I would assume that the margin of error on every player is probably statistically the you know similar. One or big around the same. one big critique I've heard of PFF is that they come out with grades on players less than 24 hours after the game is over, and some have said that that's too quick to get an accurate grade. Well, I, do, how many people are doing it? And how late into the night and all mm-hmm. that stuff, you know? Because that, that that's you can spend. I can break down a film, mm-hmm. one film. How long does it take? Four hours. If I and I said that if I was going to break down every player, every player on every. If I was if I was going to break down every player, it was it would take me four hours Mm. to break down a film. And you would still have gaps because you wouldn't know exactly what the play was specifically called for, right? Or the tweaks inside the no, but there's a lot. But there's. But, the, but my question is, the guys that are grading for PFF, are they former football players? Because there's stuff that I can see that I know. Like, when, and, and Patrick Mahomes said it after the game. Billy let me know that. But I was very surprised that not a lot of people are talking about that interception that Patrick Mahomes threw because that's Patrick Mahomes' clear miss. That's on Patrick Mahomes. It's not on the receiver. I've heard a lot of people talk about it's a miscommunication between he and the receiver, and they can't get on board. That's what's wrong with How the did he no. miss it? Because he threw it to the wrong spot. That's okay. a back shoulder throw based off of how it is coached and how it is taught. Patrick Mahomes even admitted that after the game. So if you're watching that and you don't know that, and Patrick Mahomes doesn't say that after the game, or you're grading it before you hear Patrick Mahomes say sure. it after the game, if you don't know that key note that Keyshawn Nixon plays over the top, so it's a back shoulder, you might not know who to give the error to. You might give the error to who Who was it on that play, Billy? Was it Tony? Sky Moore, I think. It was Sky Moore. You might give it to him because he it slowed down Sky. a touch. Interesting, yeah. Well, there was a Tyreek Hill touchdown, one of his two bombs against the commanders, where he made this incredible adjustment all the way down the field. And one reporter said, what a terrible throw, but what a great adjustment. Tyreek Hill actually said, nah, bad take. I ran the wrong landmark. Mm-hmm. Tua saw that I was running the wrong landmark and put more air under it, knowing I would adjust. Yeah, it's really hard to always know what's supposed to happen exactly. and what's not. It's these, these fine, nebulous fine details. details yeah. we don't know on the couch. Right, right. So yeah. you just try to get the best you can, I think. All right, so what is the else? dumbest thing everyone subscribes to around the horn? Since I'm not, maybe I should get in on the Ken Palm thing. I, I started making a list of things I subscribe to. God, yeah, what a waste of money. Vimeo, <laughs> Wix.com. I pay for domain names I don't even use anymore, like ouridiotkicker.com. Yeah, Twitter. You got to put Twitter on it. Twitter's your Twitter, number one. Twitter, Twitter is your athletic, number one. Yeah, golf you GPS, uh, Only Page. I mean, I got a lot of stuff that's digging me money. What is Only Page? <laughs> Page is that Paige Veronica? Yeah, Paige's <laughs> account, nice. Let me ask you, you it's the also, calendar? also no, depends on like, really. like how expensive they are. Why do I need the months, Billy? Just the pictures. <laughs> it also depends how expensive they are. Like, you can't say there's a bad one-year contract in the in sports because you can get off of it in one year, right? It, it, Ken Palm's like 20 bucks for a year. That's like $1.80 a month. There are some that I'm paying. What's ESPN Plus these days? 10 bucks a month? Oh, it's getting least. up there. Yeah. And, on, and I think it was a hundred bucks for the year. I subscribe to the athletic. To. The athletic is charging a dollar a month on they their do? sign up. It's a good yeah, deal. Yeah, make sure that you cancel though, and yeah, you oh, got to get close up because then it flips up to seventy bucks, and you get tagged like I did That's right before tag. Schneidman came on. Seventy. Oh. <laughs> like, well, dang it! I like you, but otherwise, I'd yell at somebody about this. Seventy for the year. For the so year. that's yeah. five bucks ish, six mm. bucks a month. 
It's more than I'd like to pay. No, I hear you on that. But they oh, did you work. call? All you gotta do is call and tell them, hey, dude, you gotta reverse this. Uh, I'm thinking of dropping, guys. I, it's not really gonna fit into my family budget anymore. We got a lot of stuff going on this year. <laughs> oh well, maybe we. I don't know. It worked for us when I could get that introductory budget, but I'm not really sure. And I, I'm starting to think I'm gonna buy the actual newspaper. This is what you say to him on the phone. Who the oh, Journal Sentinel? Oh, anybody, anybody. Oh. That you I, I found out firsthand canceling At, the Journal Sentinel. Good luck. I told you. I've warned you beforehand, too. You literally have to call them. I don't know. There's no online ability to cancel your subscription to the Milwaukee Journal Center. And nobody works works anymore. And their hours to call (laughs) are less than the post office. That's that's the trick. It's a 15-minute window. (laughs) And also, like, as soon as you call, you're on hold, and you have to go through 12 prompts. It's and like a professor's office hours yeah. in college. Like, all yeah, right, I'll totally. be there from two thirty to three fifteen. But then Monday. I do usually go make a coffee at two forty five. So that's yeah. gonna take a little bit. But sometime in there, I'll be there. That always worked because nobody really wanted to go to office hours. No one ever wanted to go. I mean, there was the a- only way you went is if you had to plead and beg uh, to say, uh, "Is there any way I can?" Well, there was usually class? there was usually a kid in the front of the room that wanted to impress his teacher and go like, like in the big lecture halls. They you don't even come to class. Stuff. Why are you at office hours? Yeah. Well, that's the conversation. I just wanted to, to, dis- to discuss your latest book with you, professor. You know, that's the way you can get on their good side. Right? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something you find on OnlyPage. Sounds like com. something you've done. Yeah, it sounds like something. <laughs> one time, done. I cited my professor's book and one of my final papers just to try and suck up to him, and I don't know if it worked. I got a good grade. I might have been got a good. I might have got a good grade anyway. I was so excited. For Can't myself. hurt. You know. I, when I saw that he had it, I'm like, I'm going to find a way to work this thing in. I don't yeah. care how. Coo in the game last night was awesome. It really was. <laughs> Wasn't I, it? I, I used the uh, the bite from Anchorman where the, uh, Ron Burgundy's like, oh, that jumped up in a hurry, didn't it? Yeah, yeah break, you killed quickly. the guy with a trident. Yeah, hey, uh, Ta- uh, Taj Boyd, you threw a pick on a f- flea flicker. That was stupid as hell. What are you doing? <laughs> it was a wild game, and Shoot it ended, ended with a bomb field goal in the deep recesses of overtime, under two minutes to go. See, you don't know what you're going to get. That's why when this Thursday's game rolls up and you want to vomit in your mouth, Patriots, Steelers. You never know. It's the NFL. <laughs> you're right. Scott Van Pelt seemed annoyed on his tees. Did you guys th- think that as well? He's like, yeah, was like well, well, if this game one of these, ends, I yeah. thought it started for I'm like, well, you guys won the rights to this league. So what, what are you complaining about? Yeah, but I don't know that he wanted Monday Countdown <laughs> and to do the postgame show. That, I think, was correct. I think that was. Uh, he probably right. wanted hey, Scott, to get paid. so here's your assignments for the year. Yeah, does he work the rest of the week though? That might be the best gig. Twenty-four hours of football, and then you're done. He's watching tape. (laughs) He's watching tape. He's breaking. Come on, he's the last. He's the last of the great sports center anchors. Anyway, he's the last one we've got of those guys that that we used to watch for. You know. I mean, I, I used to love watching Armin, for the Armin, that anchors. one thing you said today, that was really good. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, you're right. I'm glad you said that one thing. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> Thank like you. I'm not so sure. Hey, Zay made so, cupcakes. Oh, yes, right. cupcakes. One thing. Cupcakes, cupcakes in honor of the cupcake schedule coming up for the Packers. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Coon, is going to be starting apparently on Monday night. Yeah, I think that's a bad thing for the Packers. That's not mm-hmm. great. No, I, wa- I wanted a piece of the video. It is. I wanted the Jersey boy. Go have him go cry back to his mama. Big but, girls don't cry. Uh, big okay. girls don't cry. What's the Jersey big boy? girls don't cry? Or walk like why, a man? Why? Why couldn't the Jaguars have an extra injury card to get their star quarterback yeah. off the field? It's the most Duval that thing was I've ever seen. Ridiculous. What was that? And why not wait? As you said, Coon. Just did Trevor tight. Lawrence? Did, do you think he just said, "I will not take the card"? I'm not taking not. that card. I'm not taking it. <laughs> 
Well, Trevor, you're not putting me in that Trevor, thing. Trevor, you can't walk. It's it's 400. I'm, I'm, not I'm, taking it. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. Help me carry back. All right, All maybe right. I should have taken that card. All right, tag, you guys are at 9 to noon is next. Butchie, call a great game tonight against Sparty. Oh, it should be a fun one. Yeah, You'll hear the pregame here bad. at 5 o'clock, tip off don't shortly after 6 o'clock. Don't get thrown at you by those clowns in the Breslin Center either. And if you want to watch it, you got to get Peacock. Another thing to subscribe to when you're getting Ken Palm and OnlyPage. Yeah, but you get WrestleMania for free. So okay, it's well, then it's all in. All right. All right, tag, you're it. We'll see everyone tomorrow. and stuff. We are now 5-1. Presented by Quick Trip's quality gasoline guarantee. It's just another way Quick Trip has you covered. All right, 9 to noon, ready to go. Billy Schmidt, John Kuhn, Armin Sarian are in the house. Boys, good morning. As always, we hook into a rando topic by accident as uh, we get assembled here subscribing to stuff. Go ahead, Armin. Explain what you asked me when you walked in the studio. I just rolled in here, and uh, it was more for Butch, because I knew, obviously, you know, he, he'd be uh, part of this subject. And uh, I said, do you ever subscribe to, do you subscribe to uh, Ken Pomeroy, the basketball data guy? And I, basketball. and I, I, I thought blew it out. I was like, why would you subscribe to that? Butchie then says, oh, yeah, I've got a subscription. And I, well, but It makes sense for Butch to have the all the data on college basketball. doesn't pay for anything. Pays for this nerd's ranking. It's part of his job, though. Yeah. It's, what do you it's get? a write-off. What do you get with it? Well, it, it, It's it, one of the most subscribed analytics. Yeah, I mean, discussed analytics in do you college subscribe? football. Yes. Or college basketball. No, because I don't call oh, okay. college basketball games. Oh, okay. But you can get a lot of his data for free also on the site. So that's the tough part. I've never subscribed, although I look at it like every day in college basketball season. Because you look and see his updated rankings and his efficiency margins and all these things. And has it helped you over the years? That's the point. I don't know what's helped me. So I'm like, maybe I should subscribe so it does help yeah, me. Yeah, so you're even better. <laughs> because, so I can maybe yeah. make a couple yeah. of wagers. Maybe. I Butchie. like that. There we go. Butchie, what? what do you use? You what do you Billy use? rubbing off out of you. What do you use Ken Palm for in your broadcasting? I look at the efficiency. I look at the adjusted tempo, the average possession length. They're all very crucial for what I do. Turnover percentage is great. Like if I'm looking at Marquette, they're 11th in the country right now and only turning the ball over at 12.7%. That's huge. Offensive rebounding rate percentage. That's why I knew offensive rebounding was going to be a key part of the Marquette-Wisconsin game because Marquette's 292nd in the nation at giving up almost 33.3% of offensive rebounds that are available. Look like So that. for me, it helps me put together the keys. It's a genuine it work tool for you. Yeah. But oh, for you, Armin, I, and it's for a, you, it's, it would just be something same. to try to own guys same. on Twitter with. Here's, here's, well, that's here's my, my work. Board, or right? sports books. <laughs> that's my work. That's my work. <laughs> Go ahead, So, so Zabe, here's my boards, right? Like, this is what mm -hmm. I have for tonight's game. Wisconsin, this. And then I, I have a little printer here, whatever. Um, but I'll go to Ken Palm today because all of the numbers are right. I'll print them out, and they'll be on the back of my 
big old legal sheet nice. that during the game I'll pull back. If there's something that's going on, let's say it's rebounding-wise, I can go to and say, hey, Wisconsin, they get offensive rebound percentage. They're 29th in the country. They get 36.6% of their offensive rebounds. All right, They've good. got 18 so it's of them tonight. Tool to use. All right, good. I think it's I think important exactly. to note also the culture and the community accepts it as a good standard. Okay. Like, everyone talks about Ken Palm now, uh, even right. even committees. Like, if you came up yeah, with we were something, about it there's a lot time. of random guys on the Internet that have data. Like, if you said something crazy, I'm making Ken up. Ken Palm's a gold standard. The, the Stu rankings, okay. you know, like, no one would care or know what that means. But so, a shot to a guy named Stu. Yeah, man. sorry. I think Bart Torvik's the other one, right? The T-rank. Bart, Bart Torvik, the T-rank's one. They've got the CBB analytics. The, oh, there are sorry. so many stuff know. out there. Coon, is there a football thing you subscribe to that you do specifically for your job? No, uh, I don't. What, what I have is I go to Pro Football Reference. I check out a couple trends, and that's how I watch the film. I'll watch the trends in the red zone. I'll watch the trends on third down. I'll see why a team is good or a team isn't good because I want to talk on that end. And and to Armin's note, like in football, the only thing people really listen to is PFF. Yeah, you get PFF ratings for pro specific football players focus. for for players. Uh, graded percentages, and I always find that the funniest stat in the world, but there's a lot of people that use them because it is accepted. Very much like Ken Palm, first guy to really take analytics in basketball. Am I right, Butchie? First guy to really take analytics in basketball, publish it, get accepted, and because he was first to hit the market, he's the one. There's other analytics out there that will give you all those numbers. But, But if you say Ken Palm when you give the number, people are like, oh, that one's right. Do you think PFF does a good job? I think they do an adequate job. Uh, What I'll say is this. Their margin of error is probably analytically the same for each player. Unless there's somebody grading running backs and have no idea what the hell a running back is supposed to do on that play. But I doubt it. So I I would assume that the margin of error on every player is probably statistically, you know, similar. One One big critique I've heard of PFF is that they come out with grades on players less than 24 hours after the game is over. And some have said that that's too quick to get an accurate grade. Well, how many people are doing it? And how late into the night and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, you know. Because that's, you can spend, I can break down a film, Mm -hmm. one film. How long does it take? Four hours. If I and I said that if I was going to break down every player, every player on every. If I was if I was going to break down every player, it was it would take me four hours Mm. to break down a film. And you would still have gaps because you wouldn't know exactly what the play was specifically called for, right? Or the tweaks inside the no, but there's a lot. But there's. But, yeah. the, but my question is, the guys that are grading for PFF, are they former football players? Because there's stuff that I can see that I know. Like, when, and, and Patrick Mahomes said it after the game. Billy let me know that. But I was very surprised that not a lot of people are talking about that interception that Patrick Mahomes threw because that's Patrick Mahomes' clear miss. That's on Patrick Mahomes. It's not on the receiver. I've heard a lot of people talk about it's a miscommunication between he and the receiver, and they can't get on board. That's what's wrong How with How did he no. miss it? Because he threw it to the wrong spot. That's okay. a back shoulder throw based off of how it is coached and how it is taught. Patrick Mahomes even admitted that after the game. So if you're watching that and you don't know that, and Patrick Mahomes doesn't say that after the game, or you're grading it before you hear Patrick Mahomes say sure. it after the game, if you don't know that key note that Keyshawn Nixon plays over the top, so it's a back shoulder, 
you might not know who to give the error to. You might give the error to who? Who was it on that play, Billy? Was it Tony? Sky Moore, I think. It was Sky Moore. You might give it to him because he it slowed down Skymore. a touch. Interesting, yeah. Well, there was a Tyreek Hill touchdown, one of his two bombs against the Commanders, where he made this incredible adjustment all the way down the field. And one reporter said, what a terrible throw, but what a great adjustment. Tyreek Hill actually said, nah, bad take. I ran the wrong landmark. Mm -hmm. Tua saw that I was running the wrong landmark and put more air under it, knowing I would adjust. Yeah, it's really hard to always know what's supposed to happen exactly. and what's not. It's this, these fine... Nebulous Find details, details yeah. we don't know on the couch. Right, right. So yeah. you just try to get the best you can, I think. All right, so what is the NFL. dumbest thing everyone subscribes to around the horn? Since I'm not, maybe I should get in on the Ken Palm thing. I, I started making a list of things I subscribe to. God, yeah, what a I waste of money. Vimeo, <laughs> Wix.com, I pay for domain names I don't even use anymore, like ouridiotkicker.com. Yeah, Twitter, you got to put Twitter on it. Twitter's your number one. Twitter, Twitter is your number one. Yeah, Golf you GPS. Uh, only page. I mean, I got a lot of stuff that's digging me money. What is only page? <laughs> page is that Spirit Page Veronica? Yeah, Page's <laughs> account. Nice. May I ask you, you it's the also, calendar? Also, no, depends on like, like how expensive they are. Why do I need the months, Billy? Just the pictures. <laughs> it also depends how expensive they are. Like, you can't say there's a bad one-year contract in the in sports because you can get off of it in one year, right? It, it, Ken Palm's like twenty bucks for a year. That's like a dollar eighty a month. There are some that I'm paying. What's ESPN Plus these days? Ten bucks a month. Oh, it's getting least. up there. Yeah, and I'm on, they, and I think even, it was a hundred bucks for the year. And I subscribe the to the Athletic. The Athletic is charging a dollar a month on they their do? sign up. It's a good yeah, deal. Yeah, make sure that you cancel though, and yeah, you oh, gotta get close up. Because then it flips up to seventy bucks, and you get tagged like I did That's right before Schneidman came on. Oh. Seventy. It's like, well, dang it! I 70, like you, but otherwise, I'd yell at somebody about this. Seventy for the year. For the so year. that's yeah. five bucks ish, six mm. bucks a month. It's more than I'd like to pay. No, I hear you on that. But they oh, did good you work. call? All you gotta do is call and tell them, hey, dude, you gotta reverse this. Uh, I'm thinking of dropping, guys. I, it's not really gonna fit into my family budget anymore. We got a lot of stuff going on this year. <laughs> oh well, maybe we. I don't know. It worked for us when I could get that introductory budget, but I'm not really sure. And I, I'm starting to think I'm gonna buy the actual newspaper. This is what you say to him on the phone. Who the oh, Journal Sentinel? Oh, anybody, anybody. Oh. I, I found out firsthand canceling the Journal Sentinel. Good luck. I told you. Things. I warned you beforehand, too. You literally have like, to yeah, call them. I don't know. There's yeah. no online not. ability to cancel your subscription to the Milwaukee Journal Center. And nobody Correct. works, and nobody works anymore. anymore. And their <laughs> hours to call right. are less than well, the post office. That's, that's the trick. There's a 15-minute window, <laughs> and also, like, as soon as you call, you're on hold, and you have to go through 12 prompts. It's and like your professor's office hours yeah. in college. Like, all right, I'll be there from 2.30 to 3.15, but then I do usually go make a coffee at 2.45, so that's yeah. going to take a little bit. But sometime in there, I'll be there. That always worked because nobody really wanted to go to office hours. No one ever wanted to go. I mean, there was The only way you went is if you had to plead and beg uh, to say, uh... Is there any way I can? Well, there was usually class? there was usually a kid in the front of the room that wanted to impress his teacher and go like, like in the big lecture halls. They you don't even come to class. Stuff. Why are you at office hours? Yeah. Well, that's the conversation. I just wanted to, dis to discuss your latest book with you, professor. You know, that's the way you can get on their good side. <laughs> yeah. right? That sounds like something you find on only page. Sounds right like now. something you've done. Yeah, it sounds like something. One time, done. I cited my professor's book and one of my final papers just to try and suck up to him, and I don't know if it worked. I got a good grade. I might have been got a good. I might have got a good grade anyway. I, I was so excited. Can't hurt, you know. Uh, when I saw that he had it, I'm like, I'm gonna find a way to work this thing in. I don't yeah. care how. Coon, the game last night was awesome. 
It really was. <laughs> Wasn't I, it? I, I used the uh, the bite from Anchorman where the, uh, Ron Burgundy's like, well, that jumped up in a hurry, didn't it? Yeah, yeah break you killed quickly. the guy with a trident. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ta uh, Taj Boyd, you threw a pick on a f flea flicker. That was stupid as hell. What are you doing? <laughs> it was a wild game, and Shoot it ended, ended with a bomb field goal in the deep recesses of overtime, under two minutes to go. See, you don't know what you're going to get. That's why when this Thursday's game rolls up and you want to vomit in your mouth, Patriots, Steelers. <laughs> you never know. It's the NFL. <laughs> you're right. Scott Van Pelt seemed annoyed on his tees. Did you guys th think that as well? He's like, yeah, he's right, like well, well, if second this game one ever of these, ends, I yeah. thought it started for I'm like, well, you guys wanted the rights to this league. So what, what are you complaining about? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know that he wanted Monday Countdown <laughs> and to do the post-game show. That, I think, was correct. I think that was, uh, he probably right. wanted hey, Scott, to get paid. so here's your assignments for the year. Yeah. Uh, okay. Does he work paycheck. the rest of the week, though? That might be the best gig. 24 hours of football, just and then you're done. He's watching tape. He's breaking out tape. He's breaking tape. He's the last of the great sports center anchors anyway. He's the last one we've got that, of those Pretty guys much, that, yeah. that we used he to is, watch for. Is, you yeah. know? I mean, I, I used to love watching Armin, for the Armin, that one thing you said today, that was really good. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, you're right. I'm glad you said that one thing. Yeah. Thank you. That's <laughs> Thank like you. I'm not so sure. Hey, they made so, cupcakes. Oh, yes, man. cupcakes. One thing. I cupcakes. One. Cupcakes in honor of the cupcake schedule coming up for the Packers. Uh, Tyrod Taylor Coon is going to be starting apparently on Monday night. Yeah, I think that's a bad thing for the Packers. That's not mm -hmm. great. No, I, wa I wanted a piece of the video. That is. Wanted the Jersey boy. Go have him go cry back to his mama. Big but, girls don't cry. Uh, big okay. girls don't cry. What's the Jersey big boy? girls don't cry? Or walk like why, a man? Why, why couldn't the Jaguars have an extra injury card to get their star quarterback yeah. off the field? It's the most Duval thing I've ever seen. ridiculous. What was that? And why not wait, as you said, Coon? Just did Trevor tight. Lawrence, did, do you think he just said, I will not take the card? I'm not taking not. that card. I'm not taking it. <laughs> well, Trevor, you're not putting me in that Trevor, thing. Trevor, you can't walk. It's, it's 400. I'm, I'm, not I'm, not it. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. Help me carry back. All right, All maybe right. I should have taken that card. All right, tag you guys are at 9 to noon is next. Butchie, call a great game tonight against Sparty. Oh, it should be a fun one. Yeah, You'll hear the pregame here bad. at 5 o'clock, tip-off shortly after 6 o'clock. Don't get thrown at you by those clowns in the Breslin Center either. And if you want to watch it, you got to get Peacock. Another thing to subscribe to when you're getting Ken Palm and OnlyPage. Yeah, but you get WrestleMania for free. So okay, well, then it's all in. All right. All right, tag you're it. We'll see everyone tomorrow. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.